everyone, welcome back to RCC at Home. My name is Natasha. And my name is Danny, and we are so glad that you are here. If it's your first time watching RCC at Home, or maybe just the last couple of weeks, and you're not connected yet, great thing to do because you'll get all the news and updates of everything that we got going on here at RCC. Here's the best way to do it. Head over to rccsunday.com. Maybe that's where you started to get here this morning, this afternoon, or whatever you're watching. Uh, down to the other side, there's a, a button to click that is our red cards. That's where you're going to want to fill out your information to get connected here at RCC. It's also in the description box below, Danny, for that. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> but description if, box yeah. below. Super if easy. If you have been here for a while, we do have a pretty big online audience. We would love to get to know you. So fill it out. Let us know who you are. And today, we really don't have too much going on. Yeah. Enjoy the second week of our Best is Yet to Come series with a sermon from Pastor Mike. Welcome to RCC at Home. My name is Mike and I'm one of the pastors here at Ripon Community Church. I'm glad that you're with us today because today we continue our newest series, The Best is Yet to Come. And in this series, we've talked a bit and we're going to talk a bit more about my future and your future and our future together as a church family, as RCC. We're going to talk about God's kingdom here on earth now and also God's kingdom in heaven that is to come. Last Sunday we began and we talked about my personal faith story and RCC's origin, how, how this church began almost 20 years ago. And if you're interested, of course, you can go back and, and listen to that if you'd like. Today, we transition to the future. I announced last spring that I'd be passing the leadership baton here at RCC to Pastor Sam in January. Now, hopefully you understand that, that imagery. See, what's happened here for the past 12 years is Sam has run along beside me as I've led the church. He's done all sorts of things here, all sorts of things behind the scene as our managing pastor, and he's really run with me as we led the church together, like in a race, like in a, like in a relay race. Well, now it'll be time in January for me to pass that baton to Sam, and then I will run alongside of him and help him as he carries the church into the future. And, and I, I mentioned last spring that this was going to happen, but now we're only two months out. That's going to happen in January, and you've been asking me for details. You want to know more about it. So today I'm going to do my best to explain everything. But if I leave anything out or if I'm unclear about anything, don't wonder, don't guess, don't email a friend, just ask. You can ask me anything here. You've always been able to ask me anything. You can always feel free to just drop in or catch me on a Sunday or email ask anything all the time. I actually love it. So don't be afraid. Last week, though, as I talked, I shared one of my favorite verses from Scripture. It's Genesis 6.22. Here it is again. It says, So Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. That verse has been central to my life. I talked about it last week. And that verse has been central to the vision and the whole beginning in the last 20 years of RCC. 
Everyone who became involved here 20 years ago as the church got started said yes to trying to do that as a church. Yes, together we're just going to try to figure out what God wants and then just try to do it the best we can. They put their personal preferences aside and they said, you know what, we're going to do what we think God wants here the best we can. And God has blessed that desire for all these many years since. All these years since then, I felt compelled to start another church someday with that same ideal. And, and stuff's come up over the years where there's been these opportunities, but, I, but I've never felt like God wanted me to leave RCC. I've just loved it here so much. Leaving my role here will honestly be one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And throughout the years, I've considered it, but as a church, we've trailblazed the way for so many other churches and helped so many other churches be healthy. I, I consider that maybe that, that God was just using me this way to help other churches instead of starting another new church. But now I know what God wants for me next. I know he's taken me back to the place where we began here 20 years ago and said, go find more people that have been turned off by church, but not by me. See, that's, that's what we said way back. We said this was going to be a church, RCC was going to be a church for people that have been turned off by church, but not by God. And, and that's what I dream of in the future too, to find people that have been turned off by church, but they still believe in God and they want to know God better. You see, I've always wanted to do more for people who feel the farthest from God. And I shared it last week, I'll share it again now, that came as I was exploring my own faith. And I stumbled across a story in the book of John. It's about a woman who was caught in a sin and then these religious people brought her before Jesus. And they wanted Jesus to condemn her, right? Because a lot of people think God's against them and these people thought that, but God isn't against us, right? And Jesus demonstrated that as God on earth. They brought this person to Jesus and Jesus stood up and he talked to her. And, and he, first he talked to the crowd, actually, and he said, well, okay, if you didn't sin, you, you throw a stone at her. You, you kill her. And they all left because they knew they were also sinful. And they, they couldn't kill her for her sin when they were sinning as well. So Jesus didn't condemn her. Instead, he shooed away the people that were condemning her. And then Jesus said to her, where are your accusers? Where, where are these people that accuse you and want to hurt you? Didn't, didn't even one of them condemn you? And she said, no, no, Lord. And then Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. You see, that's how God treats us. So often people who feel far from God think God is judgmental or, or just wanting to punish us. But the story is saved for us in Scripture for eternity for a reason. This is how God treats us when we messed up. And this is what churches should be telling people because this is what Jesus told people. This is what God told us to do 20 years ago and it's what God's telling me to do again now. He's saying... I know you love it there, and I know you don't want to leave, but you need to go take the risk again. You need to go do this. And it's been tough, but as I've thought about it, despite all, all the new churches started over the last 20 years all over the place and all the already existing good churches, despite all that, a, a Gallup poll has showed that only 40, 47% of people belong to a church or a synagogue or a mosque. Only 47%. That's down from 70% in the year 2000. So in the last 20 years, we've dropped over 20% of people saying that they belong to a church. And get this, the actual attendance count is, is, is like 17.7% on any given Sunday in a Christian church. So that says that, let's say, about 20% of people are in a Christian church on a Sunday morning. Now, the, the survey results look bigger because a lot of times we think we go to church more often than we actually do. And, and, and you, you kind of assume you're there more often than you are. 
So when they actually count people in churches, only about 20% are in a Christian church on a Sunday. It used to be so much more. See, our society is changing. People are walking further and further away from God because they don't understand who God is and how much God loves them, and I want to do something about that. I want to do something different about that, different than RCC, because right now there's a lot of churches that are similar to RCC style. Right? We, we, we teach the Bible. Other churches teach the Bible. We have contemporary music and all these things that are really, really good. But there's lots of us out there now. Yet, church attendance is still declining. Most people do not attend. 80% of everyone you know is not going to a Christian church on a Sunday morning. So we need something different. We need a new vision for a church. And I shared it last week, too, in Proverbs 29. It says, where there's no vision, the people perish. See, that's how this church began here in Ripon. And that's how this next church will eventually begin as well. I'm going to be starting a new church with a new vision in the Milwaukee area. And, And I've really just begun to make some plans, but I can share a few with you because I know you're asking. The name's going to be Faith Academy. I'm not even going to use the word church. And here's why. The word church, if you study it and you study surveys and stuff, it's a negative word for so many people. When they hear the word church, they think all the wrong stuff. They think it's a place that just wants your money. They think it's a place filled with hypocrites. They think it's a place that's going to judge them where they're not comfortable, where they don't fit. I don't need to use that word. I'll I'll say it's a faith academy, a place to explore and study your own personal faith and then apply what it means to have your own unique faith to your life. We're not going to have a building. Instead, we'll rent multiple different locations. I don't know exactly where yet in the Milwaukee area, but it it could be a bar, it could be a hall, it parks in the summertime. We're not going to have a building. But we will have online ministries too, just like we have had at RCC. It it won't meet on Sundays. Instead, it's going to meet on Thursday nights. The timeline, it's going to take a while. I've already moved to the Milwaukee area and I commute back to RCC all the time. But frankly, when when new churches are started, the the person starting the church is called a church planter. And usually they move a a year and a half or two years before the launch to whatever area they're going to launch in. So this is going to take some time. It'll be a while before the new church starts. And when we do, we're going to start with concerts, much like what we just did here in Ripon, where there's a whole bunch of secular music, and then there's some music we use here at church as well, and a little bit of talking from stage about personal faith. That's how it'll start, and everyone will be invited. It'll just be a good, clean, family, fun time. And then eventually, from there, we'll offer podcasts and lessons online. And then from there, other meetings that are more interactive, uh, like where people can respond during the talk or are much more dynamic, like a TED Talk. It won't be like a normal worship service here at RCC. It won't be music and then a sermon and then music. Instead, there'll be events for music. There'll be events to come for a talk. It'll just be very different than what we've done here. Now, Pastor Erica, she's had a similar vision for this type of church, so she's going to be joining in this mission. But both of us need to make a living, right? It's going to be years before a new church could pay a salary. Now, usually what pastors do when they start a new church, I did it here, and Pastor Aaron, who left here to go plant, and the other Pastor Aaron, who left here to go plant, and Pastor Paul, who left here to go plant, usually pastors raise support like a missionary does. We're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to start a business so the church won't have to pay us. And, and certainly not the beginning, and hopefully, maybe never. We'll see what the future brings. Here's the outlook for this new business. I have really loved helping people outside of Sunday mornings. And I have a passion for helping people lead their own lives more fruitfully and seeing them lead others more faithfully too. So, in this new business, 
which is going to be called Academy Consulting, we're going to do just that. First of all, for individuals, we'll offer pastoral counseling for people that have needs, just like I've done here at church for many years. We'll offer one-on-one -on -one consulting because a lot of times we just need a little help to get over a hurdle or to excel in life, to take those next steps. So it's not really a counseling situation. It's more of a consulting situation to, to put out a, a life map and goals and achieve those goals and things. I'll do that as well. And then we'll have a leadership academy that we teach for individuals online. We'll have an Unleashed Academy for, where you can be unleashed from everything holding you down, also taught online. And then eventually marriage and parent, parenting academies as well. And then for business, I'm going to be consulting with, with owners and leaders in business because one of the things I've been super excited here over the years, and you've heard me say it many times if you listen to sermons, is what are we doing about our faith on Wednesday or Tuesday, right? Faith isn't just for Sunday. We should be taking our faith with us into the workplace every single day, and we can be better workers and leaders because of faith. Not the crazy Christian person at work, but the person of integrity, the person that works hard, the person that others respect, the person that treats others so well they want to follow you. It really comes from the Bible. It's Romans 12.2. This, this is what Romans 12.2 says to people at work or to, to leaders at work. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do, and you will know how good and pleasing and perfect his will really is transformed. That's what it's about. For, for business leaders to be transformed all week long so that they can live out their faith at work and lead with faith. There's, there's one more verse. It's in Colossians. It says, Work hard and cheerfully at whatever you do, as though you're working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward, and the master you are serving is Christ. You can be working for God at work. So in, in part of this new business, we're going to help business leaders and business owners do exactly that. We'll be coaching them. And then for churches, I'll be consulting with churches, with staff and leaders at churches, trying to help them be healthy churches. I'll do some guest speaking at churches. And then, of course, we'll offer the Leadership Academy and the other academies there as well. But now, speaking of churches, so many of you have asked, what will I be doing here? What will I be doing here at RCC in 2022? So here's the plan so far. I'll be coaching the staff. I'll be working with the staff members and coaching them and helping them to grow and develop. I'll still be doing that. I'll be speaking on Sundays once in a while. And then I'll be teaching the Leadership Academy in February and in March on Tuesday nights. If you've taken it before, a couple hundred people have taken the Leadership Academy here. I would call this Leadership Academy 2.0. And it's, it's dramatically changed from the first, um, first time we did it. And, it, and it's going to be amazing. And then if you all end up liking that and signing up for that, more academies could come in the future as nighttime classes that you could take. You could help, okay? I have a, I have a request. You could help with this new business launch. It, it doesn't really start until January, but I've begun to do some work. How about this? Would you be willing to review and give feedback on the website? The website, I'm trying to work on it on the weekends and stuff. The website will be done in December, and I'd love for you to be the first people to see it. And you can just give me some feedback, good, honest feedback. What do you think about it? So that would be helpful. Um, you can go um, underneath this video, down below in the comments, and you'll see a link that you can click on. And in that, you, you'll click the link, and it'll ask you for your email address. You'll get emailed the website as soon as it's ready. The other thing I would email you then also is, I'll have an update that comes out starting in January monthly updates or weekly updates that come up about what I'm up to and what the new church is up to and stuff like that. So if you want to get those updates, all you have to do is click the link below, put in your email, and then you'll start getting those in January 
as well. But here's the details about January. In January, the baton passes to Sam. On January 9th, it'll be my last official service as lead pastor at church. I'll be teaching. There'll be a lunch afterwards. You'll get details about that if you'd like to come to the lunch and celebrate together. And then on January 16th, that'll be Sam's first service as the lead pastor. And then there'll be a business meeting afterwards to confirm Sam as our lead pastor, to commission him as our lead pastor going into the future. So much has been happening so positively at RCC over these last months. New leaders are emerging everywhere at RCC. In the worship ministry, in the sound ministry, in the lighting ministry, for children and for youth, the chaplain team. So many people are stepping forward to take RCC into this future. How about you? You're invited. Everyone's invited. You don't have to look on and say, oh, those people are so different. They're so holy. They're so talented. They're the ones to do it. That's not true here. Everyone's invited. You're invited to try and see where you fit, what feels right, where do you feel like you're excelling. Try anything you like here. You're invited and you're good enough because God is the one who's got it anyways. In James 4.10, this is what it says. In James 4.10, when you bow down before the Lord and admit your dependence on him, he will lift you up and give you honor. You see, you don't have to honor yourself. You don't have to be so amazing. You just have to be willing to bow down before God. Say, God, I'm dependent on you. I want to try to do this for you. I want to follow your command. Now help me, please. That's all. You're invited. We've spent the first 20 years here at RCC building the foundation. And so many people just like you have helped over the years to make it what it is today. All they had to do is bow down and allow God to lift them up. And, and when we all did that together, no of us, none of us knew what God would do. We didn't know the future. I, back, way back when I was a kid, there was this TV show called The Jetsons. And there were things on that show that were supposed to be in the future. Like one of the things I remember was they would have these phones with video. And they could talk on the phone and then see the other person talking to them. It seemed amazing when I was a kid. Now we have that in our pocket, right? We, we can talk to people and see people. The, fu- the future is here. And the Jetsons, they had flying cars. We're getting close. We, they're not flying yet, but they can drive themselves now, park themselves, all this stuff. And, and sometimes in those, back then they used to talk about like you could beam yourself to different places. We're not there yet, right? We really never know what the future brings. We never know what for sure God is up to. But let's spend the next 20 years finding out. Instead of building the foundation of RCC, let's build the first floor together next. Will you bow down and allow God to lift you up now and be part of what God does next here in Ripon? God isn't done with us yet. God's not done with RCC. Let's see what he does next. Let's be excited about what he does next. We don't know the future, but God does. God does. I guess, I guess we know one thing. Well, it's a good thing about the future. We're all probably going to dress the same. If you think about it, all the shows that are cast in the future, they all have like the same outfits on, right? Like I hate picking out clothes all the time. It's going to be great in the future. One less job to do. They all have the same outfits. It's like a, like a one-piece jumpsuit with like a V thing in the front. We'll all wear the same clothes in the future, I guess. But we don't really know what the future holds for any of us. All we know is will we respond to God or not. That's a choice we get to make. We don't make the future, but we have a response to God that he's looking for. You know, 20 years ago, I told you, when we began, we all basically just said, so Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. 
Imagine what could happen next if we each did that now. Like me, for myself. I, I think about that. Like what, what, will, what will come of my life if I just get up every day and say, God, I'm going to try to do what you tell me to do. What about for you? What about for you? What could happen in your life if you got up in the morning and said, God, I'm going to try to do what you want me to do today? What could happen for you? What could happen for this church if we do that together? What could happen for Ripon and beyond if we do that together? What could happen for God if we do that together? Whereas a church unified, we just say, God, we're going to try to do what you want us to do. We'll do our very best. What could happen? That's what I want to pray about as I close. I'm going to pray that God would continue to give me the faith and courage to be able to say that every day. And I'm going to pray that for you as well. And I'm going to pray it for this church. So if you want that, fold your hands and and close your eyes and bow your head and pray along with me. Dear Lord, thank you for being so clear in Scripture. Thank you for directing us. Thank you for encouraging us. Thank you for loving us when we're down. God, together we pray, please give give us the courage and give us the faith just to get up every day and try to live it for you. That whatever you would have us do, we would try to do it. Please help us do that as individuals. And Lord, please help us do it together as a church family. Not for our glory as a church, God, for your glory. Because it's you that we love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Proverbs 19.17 says that whoever is generous to the poor gives to the Lord. What an amazing opportunity. When you give here at RCC, you're giving to God. And you're honoring him with your finances. Not only that, but 10% of everything given at RCC goes directly to supporting the mission field, both abroad and right here at home. The easiest way for you to give is to go to rccsunday.com. From here, you can set up a reoccurring gift. It can be weekly or monthly, it can be through your bank account, or even your debit card. Also, feel free to drop off a check at our downtown location at 155 State Street. There's a mail slot, you can just put it right in there. You are all awesome. Have a great week, and remember, be the church.